Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Talking Braves podcast. My name is David Waters. I'm Luke Harden. Well, we're five games in to the World Series now. Um, had a chance to close yeah. it out last night, and we were both there. We were both there, but and didn't wind up happening. Well, um, we'll talk about it, but uh, I mean, it was cool because I kind of it was kind of a last minute thing for me. Uh, if you saw our Instagram post, you didn't need us to just tell you that because you already know. But True. we were there yesterday, and weren't sitting together, but um, first three innings were great. <laughs> they really were. They, they, but, they, everything was looking pretty good after the first inning. And then we'll talk about it. We'll get into we'll it. Talk about it. But um, we got four other games to talk about games one through four, which we haven't recorded since after the NLCS. So, um, you know, we, we, I think all of Atlanta is pretty tired right now, all these late games. And, you know, we've been losing sleep. A lot of us have been waking up early to school, work, all that stuff. Losing too, sleep so. for multiple reasons. Multiple reasons. Um, you know, I think all of us have had. Not just because the games are late. Not because the games are late. Break. Just, you know. Games are the break. I mean, the the worst thing about this is that at the end of the day, the Braves are just an, an Atlanta team. Like, yep, know, exactly. Nothing we can do about that. That's but, the, that's the, uh, any other city, and you're probably really excited with a three to one lead, but not a, not in the city of Atlanta. Nope. We know all about that. We know all about it, unfortunately. But uh, we didn't. Need, y'all probably didn't need us to tell you that. So, um. It will get into game five. That's kind of what we definitely want to get into. Um, just at a time, I just want to apologize that my voice is kind of gone a little bit. Um, yeah. Luke's voice might cut out here and there as well. Um, I was at the battery on Saturday night and we were both there on or at the ballpark last night, Sunday night. So recording this on Monday yeah. night. I just got back like literally 20 minutes ago. So I'm still exhausted. I got back a little over six hours ago or something. I got around here back to school about mid afternoon. And, you know, well, well, it was a fun, it was a fun experience though. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, the people around me were loud. We were, we they, everybody was into it, which was the the best part about it. Usually, when you go to just a regular game, you know it's just kind of like a like a just a you know a social event. Sometimes but that that it, the World Series, everybody's into it, and that's what makes that so much fun. You know, the first few innings were probably the loudest I've ever heard a sporting event, but it seemed like people kind we kind of like. Everybody kind of like fizzled out and it was, everybody got exhausted and it was, but it, it was, like I said, at the end of the day, that, that was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. So, mm-hmm. and as I said, we will get into all the, all the stuff uh, around game five, looking ahead to game six and possibly game seven. Uh, hopefully we don't have game seven, but I mean, just in case we will talk about it. Um, and then, also recap games one through four 
But the big one is obviously going to be game five because there's a lot to talk about there. I mean, not that there's not a lot to talk about, you know, the first four games, but, you know, y'all probably already know what happened. We're just going to kind of catch up a bit. So, but, but first off, um, we do have to give a quick shout out to our sponsors over at Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. However, I also probably next episode, I I hope to like start doing this um, a little bit more, but SeatGeek resumed their partnership program. So not only if you use my promo code, it will help me now and help the podcast out. So um, we don't have like a exact thing set up for that yet on the podcast. But uh, if you are looking to go to any event, use promo code BravesNews on SeatGeek to get $20 off your first purchase of $50 or more. It helps you out, helps me out. Everybody wins. Go use the promo code BravesNews, all lowercase, all one word. Use that promo code on SeatGeek, $20 off. So, but first, before we, we get into the rest of that, we got to give a shout out to Anchor. So here we go. Welcome back. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring this episode. If you are interested in sponsoring an episode or all episodes, reach out to us. Everything you need to know is in the description. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Without y'all, this podcast would not be possible. So we appreciate you. We do. I mean, could you imagine our lives without this podcast, Luke? No, I would have no source of income. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you Venmoed me my, my paycheck today. It was it was it paid for my 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 gas station um my gas station stop earlier. So yeah, we got. Uh, it, it, I mean, <laughs> you know, hey, it's a little bit of income, but it's like you know, hey, it's like it's hey, it's, it's hey, it's gonna pay for my Whataburger. Honey it's honest work. It's honest work. Anyways, anyways, yeah. Um, also, if you want to support the podcast, there's a lot of ways you can do it. You could sponsor us. You could use promo code Bravesnews on SeatGeek. You know? Good. Or you could DM us on Instagram and ask for our Venmos and we'll give it to you. <laughs> no problem there. Anyways, let's just get started straight away with game one of the World Series. And we live streamed this game. We uh, did. We did our live reactions go check out on youtube go subscribe to the youtube channel shout out to youtube shout out to youtube get us to 500 subscribers halfway to one mil so i think we i uploaded the uh light shot from yesterday after framber valdez was taken out of the game i uploaded that to the channel uh so go check that out yeah um like i said get us I mean, to 500 i think we're at 462 hey. right now so we're, wait, we're compared to i think we recorded last week and we were at 452 so that's a 10 a week, 10 subscribers a week. That's 
What's up? Hey, let's keep it, let's keep it rolling. So, I mean, yeah, go check out that video uh, that I posted earlier. Attendance yesterday was forty three thousand one hundred and twenty two. And if you want to see forty three thousand plus flashlights out doing the tomahawk chop, go check it out. It's pretty sick. Not to mention the um, like how many people were in the battery as well. Oh I yeah, mean, shout out to the yellow madness. battery. I mean, they had a freaking. I mean, even on Saturday when I went, they had to shut it down after like that many people showed up. You know, we had a hundred thousand people show up to the Battery Atlanta or Truist Park. You know, they had to eventually it, cut it off. Like, you know, they it, they put they put up barricades, and like if you didn't have a ticket to the game, they wouldn't let you through uh, at some point. But luckily, I was I got there early enough, so I actually like I was actually lucky. I got a pretty good spot, kind of close to the big screen. Um, yeah, went with my brother and. You know, it, it does it beat spending over a thousand dollars on a ticket. I mean, probably because a thousand dollars is a lot of money. I but, mean, I, know, I was there. Yesterday. I'm sure that atmosphere, but, especially in that game itself. But we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. But so, we also got to start with game one. So game if, one. Honestly, I wish that I could. I would just go on the live stream and just like you know timestamp stuff in the description so you can just watch your live reactions to stuff as it happened but uh i don't i haven't done that yet because i don't have four hours to spend watching myself react to a game that happened like a week ago but i mean um if someone wants to do that for us that would be great yeah um but anyways this was a fantastic start to the world series uh i think what was like third pitch of the game Jorge Soler hit um, one of yeah. the Crawford boxes. The pitch of the game. And on I the second this, pitch. Oh, yes, you did call it. Call it. Um, well, you, you won't he, hear it on the you won't hear it on the stream, sadly, because, though. Because uh you're having I mean, audio. It was, our first, it was our first stream in a long time. So I I kind of forgotten that there's yeah. something else I need to do in order for our viewers to hear what Luke's saying. So I had to actually restart the stream and just start from scratch. So Luke did call it. He said he was gonna. I said he was going to put one in the Crawford boxes. I didn't say what well, you didn't pitch. say like right here, but like, no, I, I didn't said, say that exact. I just, I just said he's going to hit one of the Crawford boxes. And he did that same at that. And then I said he was going to, hit, actually, no, I, I called it on that pitch. I was just like, he's going to hit the train here, but he didn't hit the train, but he did hit a homer. So I mean, hit we both kind of called it. We kind of called it. So, so maybe, maybe we'll do we that should, again. Maybe, 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 maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe we'll we see. should call, uh, maybe we should, uh, Call a home run tomorrow. That would be that would be nice, you know, like like or or two or three of them, and maybe <laughs> hit, you know, however many we need. I guess I don't know if you had if you've had superstitions that have worked for the three Braves wins we've had so far. Uh, do that again tomorrow night. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> you know me, I'm the most superstitious person when it comes to the Braves, so you already know I will be. So that wasn't it for the Braves in the first inning. Uh, this was Framber Valdez on the mound, also, by the way. Um, so Freeman grounded out, Ozzy singled. I mean, Ozzy had three infield hits this game, and ever since then, he's gone like 0 for 10 with like five strikeouts. He's been bad recently, he's been really and, uh, bad. But we'll we'll talk more about game five or not, not game five, but game six. I will look at that. And honestly, I mean, I'm saying this a bit too early, probably, but I am in full support of moving Ozzy down in the lineup. Like do yeah. what Dusty Baker did with Alex Brexton. He's in a three-hole right now. So. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, yeah, after that infield hit, he stole second, and then Austin Riley hit an RBI double. Um, so two nothing Braves early on in the first, um, and then I believe we scored five unanswered runs in the second inning. We uh, was this Duvall's home run in the second, I believe. Yes. No, that was in the third. No, so it, it was a uh, Jorge Soler grounded into a fielder's choice. Um, I think who was it caught in the run? It was Jock Peterson got caught in a run down between second and third. Um, yep. which I think Correa, if you look at his footwork, he was actually like going to throw home. So, I mean, yeah, he was he was set to throw home with Travis Arno coming to the plate. But Jock Peterson got in the rundown and run scored easily. So good move by Jock Peterson there. Uh, to ensure that the run scored, even though, you know, at the time, everyone was just like another base running error in the postseason by us. Yeah. But hey, that at least that one resulted in a run, unlike the other ones have. For not. Real. So in the top of the third, Braves were done scoring. Adam Duvall with a two-run home run in the Crawford boxes. Good to see Adam Duvall get going. You know, he, he had didn't necessarily have the greatest uh, postseason up to that, this point, but he really got going here with that home run. And the, yeah. but in the bottom of the fourth, the Astros answered back with a uh, fielder's choice by Chaz McCormick uh, that scored Kyle Tucker. And I built oh, what play was this? Was this a play that? Uh, it was a, actually no. It was the error on Dansby Swanson that scored a run. Yeah, right, this this, was this was the, that was the error on Dansby. Yeah. So Dansby's made a couple errors this series. Yeah, the defense too. in this series. Yeah, the defense in this series. I mean, considering we're one of the best, one of the better, if not one of the best defensive teams in the baseball, <clears throat> the defense this series has been sub. I mean, Eddie had a really good catch, but other than that, really hasn't been anything spectacular. Austin's been pretty good, but everybody else, you know, really just Dansby hasn't looked like himself. So, but, you know, hey, we're, we're in this situation. All you need is one. So, you know, just got to come out tomorrow. So, yep. And then uh, I believe Freddie Freeman with a sack fly to shallow right field. Uh, Kyle Tucker with a great throw but great slide by Dancy Swanson to get around the tag from, yeah. I believe, was this Jason Castro behind the plate at that yes. point? I think it was. Uh, and Jason Castro before game four uh, was placed on the COVID list and he's out for the postseason. So, and they uh, got Garrett Stubbs, I believe, their yep. third string catcher uh, to the active roster. So, um so really, they don't have a good hitting catcher one bit, but you know, game five. That's a, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get there. And then uh, Carlos Craig with an RBI ground out in the eighth inning. No problem. No big deal. Braves win six two. Um, more things for this game. Um, Charlie Morton was got the start for Atlanta, and he was he was, he was doing a great job. He was doing a fantastic job. Yuli Gurriel hit hit a line drive off his leg and he kind of limped it off. But I mean, at the time, no one thought it was a big deal. Um, you know, he was just like, I'm fine. And he continued pitching and he did great. I mean, he struck out like two of the next three guys. And then on the pitch where he struck out Altuve, 
you know, his leg kind of tweaked a bit and the trainers went up to check on him and we didn't know it at the time, but uh, you found out when I was get, getting a, a drink or something. Yeah. You, went and you, get- you let me know when I got back. Uh, yeah. Did you get the news? And I didn't, hadn't at that point in you. It was just like Morton broke his leg. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. oh, that's not good. Yeah. It was, um, I guess it, it, the actual diagnosis was a fractured fibula. So he's out. He, I guess that he'll be back in spring training, but you know, that's kind of irrelevant at this point. So that's irrelevant. I mean, it's weird to be talking about the, about spring training when we're in the world series, but uh, Charlie yeah. Morton should be back. Yes. Um, but AJ Mentor came out of the pen and he, he did a very good job. He ate, ate up two and two thirds. It um, got the win. Um, two and two thirds, three hits, did not walk a guy, gave, gave up an earned run. But um, I really don't understand how that was an earned run because it was Dansby's error. But yeah, um, I mean, it's baseball. I don't, I don't really know what happens sometimes. I don't know. I don't know why that's an earned run, but. I mean, can't I guess you can't assume the double play there. Yeah, um, yeah. so Luke Jackson came in and in two thirds was lights out, only gave up a hit, no walks, struck out three of the five outs he got. Um, Matzik kind of got in a little bit, a little bit of a jam, and then in a third, three hits, yeah, get, did get hit a little bit, but only the one run, did get two strikeouts, and then Will Smith with a near perfect ninth inning just to walk his only blemish. and really just off to a great start for Atlanta. Um, yeah. Just losing yeah. Charlie Morton. That's, that's a big yeah. loss for the Braves, but big, big first win, but with a, with a downside as well. Yeah. I mean, the, getting off to a fast start in this world series, especially against a team like Houston, you know, you're on the road, you don't have home field advantage. That was a, it was a, it was a huge win and a huge confidence boost for this team who probably didn't even need really that much confidence. Anyway, they're, they're walking around with confidence. Thanks I mean, to Jock Peterson. So, I mean, I mean they, they got, so they got all the confidence. Team's got all the confidence in the world. So, I mean, it takes, the, hey. it takes a lot of confidence for a whole team to get behind a guy wearing pearls, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it does. But, but, hey, hey, I'm not going to I'm not going to quote what he said in the Players Tribune article because we're a family friendly podcast. But if you haven't checked out, go read it. It's fantastic. It's awesome. And you it, and yeah. you will and once you read it, you will know what I'm talking about if you haven't seen it already. Yeah. Um. So on to game two. We'll make this short and sweet. Max Freed first two innings was not great. Um. Struggled early. He bounced back and from this third inning on but but i mean first few innings just took the life out of the braves early um you know and we've we've had games like this before we kind of know but you know seeing max free kind of struggle not only in the last game he pitched in the nlcs but this game as well you know he hasn't really looked like himself you know maybe the pressures really got to him um but i mean what do you think? There was somebody said that he possibly could be t- tipping his pitches. I did not watch closely enough to really see anything. Um, it, it, it's very possible. He got hit hard. There was also some unlucky stuff that happened. You know, there, you know, the shift is a thing still. And, you know, some broken bat bloops. And, you know, there were some things that you're like, 
eh, what are you going to do about that? But I mean, at the end of the day, he did not have his best stuff. And, but that also could be a good thing because that means he's pitching game six to tomorrow night. And that means they haven't seen the best of him, which is always a good thing. Advantage pitcher. I, in my opinion, um, after not seeing your best stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, but he gave us five and, you know, at, at that point with Charlie going down, we needed innings. And, you know, after the first two innings, it didn't look like Max was going to get through three, but he gave us five and, you know, it, we really needed that he, that, that third, fourth, and fifth inning. I mean, I, th- I don't think he allowed a hit at, or a walk. I don't think he allowed a base run in those three innings. So those three innings were very Max Freed-like, but, you know, that, that second inning really put us dead in the water um, from the get-go. So, I mean, the bullpen did a good job as well. I mean, you got to give them a little bit of credit. Uh, they ate up the last three innings of the game. Uh, Dylan Lee, Jesse Chavez, Drew Smiley, who didn't do that well, but – Kyle Wright, uh, the guy who you would not really expect to play a factor in this World Series. And we'll talk about game four in a bit, but um, Kyle Wright, you know, he had just been added to the roster, I believe, uh, just before the World Series. And, I mean, comes in, I mean, attacking the strike zone, struck out the side on 12 pitches. I mean, like, that's the the best I've ever seen Kyle Wright do. And it's in the world series like what yeah, like, it not only was in right the world now? series but it, he he didn't get any it, they weren't just scrub hitters i it, i mean one of i mean i think he had a, he got a two i mean the, he had the bottom two in the order but then he made altuve look like mm-hmm. a dummy i mean and altuve you know put an asterisk next to it but he's one of the top um he's got some of the most home runs in the in postseason history. So put an asterisk next to it, do what you want with it, but that is the stat. So, you know, he's not just some just random guy. He's, he's been here before. So mm-hmm. it was really impressive. It was very impressive to see how the Braves, I mean, Cal Wright and the rest of the Braves bullpen, Dylan Lee as well. Um, yeah. Pitching phenomenally um, in game two. And he pitched also in game four, but we'll talk about that in a bit. So we'll jump ahead to Friday night, um, which I was only able to catch the last few innings of this game, but um, I wasn't able to watch all of it. I had to, I had to work. Um, and this was a, a pitcher's duel if I've, if I've ever seen one. Um, oh, yeah. The whole way through. And Ian Anderson on the mound, um, one of the best postseason performers in recent memory, um, at least, um, you know, not, not going to, you know, foreshadow game seven if necessary, but, um, yeah, let's say, like, I, I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, what's the word? We are nervous, but everything sets up well for the Braves. The next two games you got freed and then Anderson stepped up in, Every big game he's pitched really in the postseason the last two years. So, I mean, Anderson, you know, he, he only went five in this game, but the stat line really doesn't, I mean, five innings, he didn't give up a single hit and he only pitched, he, he, he had 76 pitches. I I don't think uh, clearly Brian Snicker did not want to have him face the lineup a third time, especially where they were at that point in the game. With it was only a one nothing game at one nothing game at that point, so you know he wanted to go with the offensive approach um, with the bench guy, and then leave it up to his bullpen, who were was lights out in this game. They were I mean, 
I mean, he has four best guys. I mean, with an off day on uh, Thursday, yeah. um, you have your your all your bullpen guys, all your best bullpen guys are ready to go. And you saw Minter, Jackson, Matzik, Will Smith, you know, which I mean, it's crazy. Three of those four guys are lefties. Um, and, and which is like, you know, something that game has never seen, like this many lefties in a, in a, on a pitching staff. Um, yeah. You know, especially, you know, with Minter, Matzik and Will Smith, Max Freed as well. Um, see what you're one about Drew Smiley. But um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's. I mean, there's a lot of great lefties that we got uh, and Dylan Lee as well. Um, can't forget about Dylan Lee. Yeah. Um, but Darno, uh, he hit a home run in game two as well in the Crawford boxes. And uh, he had another home run here in this game in the eighth inning, adding a little insurance run. We only won this game by score of two, nothing. Um, we had a no, no hit bid into the eighth inning in the world series which is the yeah. second longest in World Series history behind only Don Larson's perfect game in, what, like 1952, 1956, something like that. And the first hit of this game, you know, we won the game. It was kind of a disappointing way to have it end as Eddie Rosario. Just, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a blunder, what you, you want to call it, miscommunication, something. Um, dropped at his feet um, to lead off the eighth inning with Matzik pitching. It was a blue pit for Ledmi's Diaz. So, you know, mm-hmm. disappointing way to end the, the no hit bid, but at the end of the day, you know, would it be nice to have the Braves first no hitter, you know, in a long time? Yes. But at the end of the day, you're in the world I mean, series and the win yeah. is all that matters um, at that point. So, mm-hmm. and that's what we did is Will Smith closed it out and continues to be locked down as he's been all postseason. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that uh, hit by Lemon CS that dropped in front of Eddie Rosario, eighty-five percent catch probability. I saw, um, so definitely a little cheap hit. And then he, Will Smith also gave up a hit, but it was against the shift. And if we didn't shift, that would have been a hit either. So you know, yeah. a little bit of you know, you know, better defense in left field from Rosario. If we had put like Jock Peterson out there, that would have been a catch. Um, and if we didn't shift in the ninth inning, that could have been a no hitter. You know, but. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. We'll take a win, for sure. Yes. Um. You know, and Minter and Jackson uh, with two perfect innings of their own. Actually, no. Uh, Minter did give up a hit by pitch to Bregman, but um, that that was basically it. You know, Ian Anderson five innings, no hits, uh, no runs, three walks, one hit by pitch, and four strikeouts. Um, and then Snicker elected to go with a pinch hitter. And it was right. It's proved to be the right decision with the rest of the bullpen. So, yep. They, 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 by this point, you know, you had to give a lot of praise to how Brian Snicker had managed these first. I mean, obviously, definitely the first and third game, but I mean, even even in the second game, you could have very well pulled Max Freed. I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things, we didn't wind up winning the game, but at the same time, you know, that gave your bullpen a little bit more rest and then you didn't have your your best guys go in that game and then you know as you see that well-rested Braves bullpen is very very good so it gives you more hope going into game six so it does it does so I mean and you got to figure that Astros bullpen is just as you know exhausted and tired as the Braves bullpen is right now 
but you know this off day is beneficial for both teams so we'll see how the braves come out tomorrow but we'll talk more about that in a bit we we keep uh you know getting ahead of ourselves (laughs) jumping ahead to saturday um i was at the battery and i got there at like four o'clock ish um yeah and that place was rocking early on we had a some like 80s like cover band in the in the battery just performing a bunch of prince songs and queen songs and bruce springsteen songs i mean it was it was they weren't bad i mean it was you know no one was really paying attention but um <laughs> i don't know it was rocking early on I, it was i i'm still amazed at the fact that um you know <laughs> there were that many people there i mean obviously brace fans are going to show up no matter what but you know oh, yeah. it, i mean they had a like i mean they had a like barricade off the battery and they wouldn't let anyone in unless they either had a t- i think they had a concert going on at the coca-cola roxy theater as well <laughs> but, hey, you know, really i think i think so um <laughs> what kind of scheduling is that i mean obviously this is probably um scheduled way ahead of time but yeah i'm sure the concert they could have moved it like a you know two days later i guess then you know maybe it was it was lucas nelson that night i think that's willie nelson's kid or son he's not really a kid but Hmm. i don't know so they had that going on um they had a world series game going on and they had about a hundred thousand people show up to the battery so yeah, it was, and, and okay. Donald Trump was there, so you could imagine security and, uh, and all that going on. Security was, yeah, they they were. I mean, I, I was walking in the battery yesterday, and holy cow, they were they were. I mean, we were talking about. I wonder what the security's like um at the the stadium in the battery, and you walk by, and there's guys with like, you know, heavy like it was it was serious like. Oh yeah gear and everything the whole the whole shebang so it was they they, they were ready to say the least so mm-hmm. so this game braves were going with the bullpen game i think everyone saw that coming yeah but the decision here to start dylan lee who has made what like three appearances in the majors three or four appearances um appearances in the major leagues two in the regular season i think two in the postseason um against a guy like zach grinky you know who's pitched like what 16 years i yeah, mean a lot, a lot of years a lot of innings a lot of experience experience too i mean, I mean in, in the world series against a guy who's thrown four games like that is a matchup that does not favor the braves not at all but and Dylan Lee in the top of the first inning, we saw the nerves. I mean, only through a third of an inning, one hit, two walks, one only one earned run. And then the Braves went to Kyle Wright. And, I mean, if you had told me before this series that Kyle Wright was going to be a big part of the Braves in the World Series, I thought you would have been crazy. I mean, I, I, think, I, 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 think I would have been like, huh? What are you talking I mean, about? But I'm not saying that Cal Wright was dominant. He gave up his fair share of base runners. Um, three walks. Two of those were intentional. 
Um, I don't really think the stat line shows mm-hmm. how much of an impact mm-hmm. he had on this game, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look at the stat line and say, oh, four and two-thirds, five hits, one run. You know, three walks. He had a good outing, but – uh, the, the stat line, like I said, the stat line doesn't show how big of an impact he had on this I game mean, yeah, to I keep mean, us in this game when it looked from the start like it could have been really bad. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that jumps out to me. Um, you know, not only the, just the one run allowed, but the four and two thirds that is a lot of innings to eat up out of the bullpen, mm-hmm. you know, and in, in a high pressure spot like the World Series, when you have a chance to go up three games to one in the world series and you have higher right coming into that game you're just like is sticker giving up already you know um but obviously you know looking back now it's just like that might have been genius i mean obviously we needed someone to eat up innings and kyle wright is capable of doing that yep but he was he was absolutely fantastic and you know the box score doesn't do him that much justice but to only give up one run in four and two thirds out of the bullpen, like against the, and I mean, against it, the lineup, fantastic. Uh, against, against the Astros lineup, that, yeah. nonetheless. So, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the most impressive. I I would say you know it, it, you you consider the bullpen. That, I mean, he came out of the bullpen, probably one of the more impressive bullpen outings this postseason. You know, obviously, you know you got some other guys that have had better, you know. In, in more high-pressure situations, but I think at that exact moment, that was a big, big thing that the Braves needed to swing momentum, and that's exactly what they did. So, And the rest of the bullpen, we'll talk about the offense in just a bit. Martin, Matzik, Jackson, and Will Smith. Um, four innings total, no walks by any of them, only two hits allowed, one by Martin, one by Matzik. Uh, only three strikeouts combined, but when you know that's still just so impressive um yeah you know four innings after that only giving up the two hits and no walks no runs like you can't ask for much more than that um you can't i mean you can't ask for any more than that (laughs) um i mean it's kind of the same story from you know game three you know after we pull ian anderson in a one nothing game Who's throwing a no hitter? You know, you know. It, I mean, I saw that Bowman tweeted out uh, when Dylan Lee was removed that Snicker was removing a guy throwing a one hitter. You know, but I mean, which is kind of funny to me. But I mean, I the bullpen that, was just—it was fantastic. I mean, they just did their job. Everyone was doing did their part, and. Offense for the most part was pretty silent up until the sixth inning. So yeah. I mean, um, shout out to Zach Granke. He was I mean, I didn't I didn't get to watch the first really six innings of this game, but I mean Granke went four. I mean, he only threw 58 pitches. You know, I, I did see some controversy that you know should he be stayed in. I mean, I, I don't know, possibly, but he didn't, and he, he did what the Astros needed him to do. He went four, four hits, no runs, three Ks, no walks. So, you know, he put the, the Astros in a position to win, and, you know. And he, and he got done with the bat, too. Zach Greinke yeah. is – Zach Greinke might be the best hitting pitcher of our generation. I mean, you can make an argument for Madison Baumgartner, 
or Adam Wainwright. Otani. Otani. He's, he's, he's an exception. <laughs> but, he doesn't count as a pitcher. Well, he does, but not like uh, not like that. You know, not like a. But Max you know. Fried. But also yesterday, we'll talk about we'll talk about what happened yesterday in a bit. But um, you know, Granky only went four innings. He was removed with only fifty-eight pitches. Went to Ryan Stanek out of the bullpen, and he pitched a perfect fifth inning. And then brought in Brooks Rayleigh for the the sixth inning. Kind of struggled a bit. Gave up a hit and a walk. And then they went to Phil Maton, who also we gave cannot, a hit and a walk. We cannot figure this guy out. Phil Maton is just he's he's bullied us all series long. I mean, well, I mean, except in this game, of course, where he he came in the game, runners on well, first and yes. second, one out. And I think was this Austin Riley with a, an RBI single, I believe, off of off of yes. Phil Maton. So yeah. Um, and then he also walked a guy. So I don't remember who exactly the walk was to, but um, we were able to figure him out for two batters. So two somebody batters. also struck out two batters. So uh, well, the one guy will say that does has figured out Austin or um, Phil Maton is Austin Riley. He's well, I think he's oh, yeah. two for two in this series against him with that, obviously that hit. And then in game five. So he's one of the few guys I've seen that has really for a guy that, I mean, we were, I was at the, we were at the game yesterday, as we said, and it looked like May Tom was throwing 90. You would think May Tom was throwing like 98 the way he was missing bats. So, you know, he's got, he's got some good stuff, mm-hmm. but obviously he did give up the, um, that he, this was not his earned run, but he did give up the go ahead or the single that put the Braves on game. the board. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it made it, a one it was, run game. It was two to one at that point. Uh, Carlos Correa with an RBI ground out in the first inning. Uh, if he had hit it a little harder, it would have been an inning-ending double play. But that was the one earned run uh, for, from Dylan Lee, and then Jose Altuve had an absolute missile to center field. Much, uh, I mean, this was basically identical yeah, this, to Darno's home run. Yeah, from this was this was 94. a that was a rocket for a five foot six guy. Um, he's pretty good. Yeah, give him that. Um, and then, so yes, Austin Riley with the um with the RBI. It was a single. He advances second, so I wasn't sure if it was going to be a single or double, but. It is a signal to the box score. And then in the seventh inning, uh, this is w- down two to one. Um, you know, we don't want the Astros to come back and tie the series. At this time, we wanted, you know, to shift the momentum a little bit. We didn't, we, at this point, we don't want to go back to Houston. Um, we want to mm-hmm. win this game and not, you know, you know, have a chance to clinch in front of the home fans tomorrow. Braves offense came alive finally in the bottom of the seventh inning um, against Christian Javier, which, you know, obviously I don't, I don't know exactly what goes into this, this decision um, to bring in Christian Javier, who could really be a starter. He started a few games and he was pretty good too. Um, yeah. uh, the rotation for the Astros this year, but uh, you know, bring him into the bottom of the seventh inning with a one run lead. Dusty Baker obviously felt like that was the right move, you know, but, you know, and it was not the right move. Um, it was not the right move. So let's see exactly what happened. I don't have all, all the plays um, right now. 
Um, so first batter I faced was Adam Duvall, and he struck him out. But then um, Dansby Swanson comes up, um, throws three straight sliders. Um, I think he gets two swings and misses the first one, and then he, um, you know, spit on the third one, light off of it, blown away. And then you, you got to figure he's coming fastball, throws a fastball right out over the middle of the plate. Dansby drives it uh, into that, those, the monkey grass over there in right field in front of the chop house. Yeah. And, and I mean, Dansby's always a guy that he's every postseason so far he's played and seems like he has that one clutch hit. He really hasn't had that one clutch hit this postseason, it seems like. And he finally got that clutch hit. You know, that was Dansby Swanson going the opposite way. That that's when, you know, Dansby Swanson is going good is when he's hitting opposite field I and mean, getting it up. I mean, he, he was a, I mean, that was a huge, you know, obviously you tied mm-hmm. the game. So it, it was a huge swing of momentum that tied the game. So mm-hmm. and, and battery was going nuts. Um, and the battery was still rocking. And then Jorge Soler came in and pinch it. And um, I believe this was also a similar sequence um, as well, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, start, starting them off backwards. I don't remember if this was – what was the count when he hit this home run? I don't even remember off the top of my head. I, I couldn't remember. I can um, tell you. I can find it real quick. This two one, and I believe um, he was attacking him with off-speed pitches. I think he, the Astros were, uh, you know, working Braves hitters backwards. They were throwing off-speed early and then speeding us up later in that bats. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dansby, obviously, you know, three straight sliders, expected a fastball, hit it out. Um and I think after that, you know, obviously my Astros kind of want to flip that, you know, and maybe throw fastballs early, off-speed stuff later. I think he – I don't remember what happened, but I think the first couple of pitches were all fastballs and then on two-one count, sitting off-speed, lines it into the Astros bullpen over in left field, just above Jordan Alvarez, who was a little shaken up on the play, but he was okay. But this play was – this home run just that place went nuts. <laughs> they lost their minds. I mean, I mean, I was I was losing my mind. It was you know, I was sitting on a couch with my buddies in Auburn, Alabama, and we lost it to say the least. It was it was really fun. It uh, was, I mean, at the it, battery, was, was, I uh, I can only imagine what the battery was looking like. so. My my brother, I went with my brother to the battery, and he was out. I think he was going to the bathroom or something, and then he was getting a drink. So he he was getting this drink when Dansby hit the home run, and they have a Fox broadcast on their TV, so it's on a delay, of course. So he hears the roar of the crowd from like you know, way down, way down the street. He's just like, "What happened?" And then they, everyone looks up at the TV and sees. Dansby hit the home run. He was on his way back over when uh, Soler hit this. So my brother, I wasn't with my brother uh, 
when this maybe you should tell your brother to stay over there maybe you should like go to the game or go to the watch party tomorrow and just like walk around and get food and stuff maybe we'll win my personal waiter (laughs) um but uh, so basically there were there were three guys i think probably maybe a couple years younger than us um just hanging out the battery just having a good time cussing up the storm um and like literally they, they they just like were just jumping like 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 bro hugging each other just jumping up and down and they wanted me to get involved so i was just like let's do it <laughs> i, I <laughs> yeah, mean I just, I, that's I made, that's, I that's made, one of the cool i made uh, we, we made a lot of friends the, this weekend that's one of the best things about these types of games is i mean like i said earlier the game yesterday I mean, I sat about with a bunch of people, you know, you don't know them. You, you've never met them before, but in, in those, those moments, they're your best friends. And you're, I mean, I can't tell I you mean, how on that Duval and yeah. I high-fived probably like 17 people. I mean, I mean, was, I mean everybody. I, mean, I kind of joked around like yesterday. I was just like, you know, by the end of the night, everyone's going to know each other's social security numbers. Like it's going to be like, we're all, like, <laughs> we're all tight. <laughs> That that's 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 the best part of you know postseason baseball is everybody's into it. Everybody wants to be there, and you know those are your those are your best friends. So mm-hmm. we're all we're all there for the same reasons. So mm-hmm. unless you're an Astros fan, which there no, are a few, but there were. I think I, you're not invited. So maybe like six. You, you who invited you? You know. But anyways, um, we talked about the bullpen already. So this takes us to game five, and we are both there. We witnessed all of it. Yeah. Now, I mean, oh, where do you even start with this game? I, I mean, where this was, I if this was anybody other than my our team, I feel like this would be such a fun. I mean, I, this was a fun game to watch. There's no doubt about it. Oh, obviously, yeah. we didn't wind up. Me and my dad were texting. We're like, man, what a game to go to. But obviously, you know, we didn't end up on the right side of it. But, you know, that's what you think of when you think of, you know, postseason, especially World Series baseball is it's back and forth all game long. And, you know, the, the, the place was rocking from the from the beginning of the, the first pitch. And, you know, they you know, then the Duval Grand Slam happens. So we're going to talk. About I mean, that. When Duval hit that opposite field grand slam to the chop house, I mean, you know, ever everyone was already standing up. Everyone was standing up for the entire first inning, anyways. Yeah. But you know, when he hit that, like I was just like, like I mean, I I mean, I had a good view of it. I was like up in the upper deck. Uh, I was parallel to the pitcher's mound actually. Um, and you know, I I saw the ball flight. I was just like, if this leaves the park, oh. <laughs> my god like, I, I had like, I, had, I was like, lower i was lower and i was on the right field lo- or the right field line near that chop house i was like you know i had a great view and off the bat i'm like that might go to the warning track and then it go the ball just kept carrying and carrying and i was like yeah the, uh, the, that's that, that was i mean i mean the wind was blowing out too so that definitely yeah. played a factor too because i mean i had a great view of the balls down the line that down the left field line and you know, you saw balls like start tailing off to the left, and you saw them just kind of like slowly drift back towards mm-hmm. the line. And there were a few plays like that that Rosario slotting catch. I think there was one, a couple that Jordan caught like that. 
I mean, and then Bregman's caught a pop-up as well. And close to the dugout, that was the same thing. Um, Wynn played a factor yesterday. And, you know, I, I, I mean, Duvall pimped that thing like it was like out to the battery. But, I mean, it was to the front row. I mean, it definitely played a factor there. Um, oh, yeah. That ball just kept going and going and going. And that was the loudest place I've ever heard in my life. I that, mean, that was I, – I texted my mom. I was like – that was like this, that this, was the loudest like, I've ever heard a sporting event ever. Like in any any sport, not just baseball. That was the loudest in person sporting event I've ever ever been to. It was it was nuts. And I think everyone's thought at that point is just like maybe tonight's gonna be the night. Maybe I, we- I, like this tonight may very well be the night. And then it wheels kind of fell off the bus there. Um Pretty fast. Uh, Tucker Davidson with a start for Atlanta, which, you know, he hasn't pitched in a game since, what, June? June, something, early June, something like that. It, it, it was not the best decision by Snicker there. Um, I, I, know, mean, I know you don't have that many other options, but, you yeah, know, I, like maybe like have Minter as the opener. You know, we saw what he did last year as an opener. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 I mean, it's such a hard thing to say, you know, what, what could have been, but I mean, obviously if there's, you know, he got, you got put in a tough situation because that would have been Charlie Morton's game. And I think if Charlie Morton starts right now, we're sitting here as world series champions. I mean, maybe that's just, you know, obviously a lot would have to go into that, but I truly believe if, if Charlie Morton does get hurt, I think we are sitting here as world series champions right now. But obviously that was not the case, and I love Tucker to death. I want to get him on the podcast. Oh, I love Tucker. I, yeah, Tucker. I love Tucker. Tucker, come on! I, mean, I know you're you not listening to this. Game, did you see his post game interview after I the game? Not. I did not. Man, like the guy was like a kid in a candy store. He's just like, I just started in a World Series game. Like this yeah, is. Like, I mean, this is I, what I've dreamed of my I, entire life. You know. Yeah, I. I mean, I love the guy. He's. I. I want to get him on here. I've DM'd him. So if you have any contact with Tucker, Tucker Davidson whatsoever, tell him to DM me or DM the pod or something. DM David something because I want to get him on here. I love that kid. And, you know, he, he, he clearly, you know, first ever. I mean, not not even your first ever. Um, Your first ever world or you're starting in the World Series game five and a potential clincher. You're also starting. You're pitching in your first career postseason game. And, you know, obviously he got that huge double play in the first inning. And then, I, I mean, you can tell the jitters kind of got to him. He, he didn't have his best, his sharpest stuff from that second inning and, and third inning. And, it, you know, it proved to be costly as the, the Astros did wind up tying the game there. So, mm-hmm. It, I mean, Tucker did not have his best stuff. Two innings, two hits, uh, four total runs. I mean, Dansby had a very costly error early on as well. Uh, only two of those four runs were earned. But Tucker also walked three. Walks yeah. were a big issue early on. Jesse yes. Chavez came on uh, to work the third and uh, a little bit in the fourth. And he didn't look sharp either. He got hit around. He didn't have. I mean, he didn't give up many runs, but yeah, he did not. The, the stat line I don't think shows that he really did not have his best. I mean, he stuff. was fall, he was falling behind in counts too. Um, let's it's see. It's very un Jesse Chavez Chavez like. Chavez, Chavez, 
Chavez, uh, like, is this an Ion Anderson situation? Ion. Oh, Ion. shout out! To, by the way, shout out to um, Chris Rose rotation and and, um, and John Boy Media. They both just like John Boy in general. Yeah. Oh yeah, John, John Boy. John Boy, you know you want to you want to make us affiliate with your um with. I think it was you. It was Rose rotation and then talking baseball, right? Who liked yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. It was it was talking it was talking baseball. Um, they like my tweet. I think. Well, I think the the I think talking Braves or not talking Braves, talking baseball liked my tweet. Um, twice. One of them was about the Ion Anderson situation or the Ion Anderson talking about Ion, and then um. And the other one was um, just, you know, them about streaming the game. I, I just said something like, this should be an album cover, and both of them liked it. It was So shout out to them. Get us affiliated with you guys. <laughs> I'm, that's, that's the dream, baby. That's the dream. That's what we're working towards. Um, but so – Yeah, moving on in this game. So Chavez didn't have his good stuff. Davidson, I mean – I wasn't really expecting them to have a good stuff. Let's but, just say nobody um, really for the Braves pitching then, staff had their good stuff outside. Of, I mean, yeah. Chris Martin looked good, but nobody else really had yeah. good stuff in this game. Oh. That, that, that six walks isn't going to win you a lot of games, especially against this Astros lineup. So, mm. so, you know, at this point it's a third inning and I think bottom of the third inning, Freddie Freeman, I mean, absolutely launches one. I mean, so in right center field over near the flags in the State Farm neighborhood and all that stuff, there are three tunnels where you can just kind of like get to your seat if you're above the brace bullpen. Mm. In the middle of that, the middle tunnel, like right in the middle, that was like three-fourths of the way to the top of that tunnel. Yeah, that was that was the furthest I've seen a ball hit in that area. Which, of In that area, park. yes. Yeah, in that area of Truist Park, that was the furthest I've seen a, a And that was hit. tied for the longest home run in the postseason for a Brave since they started tracking that. And his, the other one was also hit by Freddie Freeman in game one of the 2019 NLDS against the Cardinals in the ninth inning. And we were both there for that as well. Was that game one? That was game one, yeah. It did oh, that yeah, I, remember, I remember that one, yeah. And then Acuna also hit that bomb too, and Albie's almost, almost, Albie's almost dead. We almost went back <laughs> almost, to back. To back. I remember and he just that foul too. I mean, I still remember just like if that had stayed fair, it would have been a tie game. Yeah, that's crazy. Just, but you know, let's not talk about that series. Let's not talk um, about that series. Um, and then AJ. So Braves at this point have five four lead. Um, and then AJ Mentors on the mound and. You know, normally AJ Mentor, you know, he finally cracked. Um, yeah, this was this was it was this when you know this goes for any pitcher, but when AJ does not throw strikes, he's not even near the zone. Like when he, I, I he, honestly he, did, I did not like this one bit. Um, Jesse Chavez, um, you know, you got Maldonado, pitcher spot, who's that cranky pinch hit, and he got a single. I think I was in the bathroom for this because <laughs> I don't I don't even remember things that Grinky hit. Um, I didn't even know he got a hit. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> I didn't even know Zach Grinky pinch yet. Um, I mean, I think it's I'll, safe to say this is this was one of the 
the poorest game Snits managed all postseason. Oh, I mean, one of the worst he's managed all season, really. Yeah, it, it was it was just a very poor. I mean, not only, um, I, I don't think bringing in Mitch from that situation was the wrong move because he did get the out of Brantley the inning prior, but then the fact that he didn't pull him, um, at that situation because you you got to think. I mean, you have a chance to clinch in front of your home crowd. I mean, I really thought they would pull him mm-hmm. in that situation. So, you know, you got bases loaded. Th- so this Maldonado's is actually, what, what, I'm, this is actually what, I, this is actually what I'm getting to. Um, yeah. Sorry. So after the Zachary key single with the one out in the fourth, Jesse Chavez gets Altuve to fly out and we pull AJ Minter or we pull Jesse Chavez and replace him with AJ Minter even though the pitcher spot is due up second in the next inning. Yeah. That was, that's just plain stupid. You know, we only have a runner first with two outs. I know you don't like the righty lefty matchup against Brantley. I get it. But when you have the pitcher spot due up second, the next inning, and you want Mitchell to go more than one inning. I mean, obviously no one that's saying wants to see AJ Mitchell hit or try to bunt or whatever he's doing. You know, that's just, they eat a trouble. And, very sure very. he got my AJ Mentor came in and got Brantley to strike out. Good for him, but he's still doing a second. I mean, at least have a double switch, you know, ready. You know, I, yeah. I and AJ, I mean, Darno with a single actually, no, the pitcher spot was you up third, my bad. And then Dansby flew out, and then AJ Mentor tried a bunt, popped out to Maldonado, and then just a wasted at, at bat there. You know, that yeah. if you had just left Jesse Chavez in, probably, you know, you could have AJ Minter start the next thing fresh and go with a, a pinch hitter like a- Ray Adrianza there. I, it's just stupid move by Snicker there, not even the double switch. And then AJ Minter in the t- top of the fifth inning, this is where the wheels really fall off the bus. Lead off single. He struck out Jordan. Um, then a single by Guriel. And then got him to ground out, uh, got Cal Tucker to ground out. And then we intentionally walk Alex Bregman to get to Martin Maldonado. And Maldonado had zero intentions of swinging the bat, even though the bases were loaded with two outs. You could I tell mean, Maldonado did not want to swing. When you look at it, I mean, I, I did agree. I, I was telling the next to me, I was like, walk Bregman, you're, you have Maldonado. But at the end of the day, uh, that was the right matchup. But if you don't even throw it anywhere near the zone, no major league mm-hmm. batter is going to even attempt to swing at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, he I mean, threw four pitches that weren't anywhere close. It was not a – I mean, even on a 3-1 count, he showed bunt. He had zero intentions of swinging mm-hmm. the bat. Oh, yeah. And Mitcher completely lost his strike zone there. Yeah. And then if a pitcher can't find the strike zone against – the lightest hitting catcher in baseball. What's the smart thing to do? You get him out. Yep. And especially, we leave him yeah, in. Like I said, especially to, in to that situation. Marwin Gonzalez, who had two at-bats in the entire postseason leading up to this, with a two-run bloop single left. I mean, sure, if you had brought someone else in and, you know, they were to give up a two-run single, you know, that would be that, but AJ did not have good stuff. 
walking Martin Maldonado with the bases loaded and leaving him in. There's no excuse for that, in my opinion. I, I remember texting you. I was just like, what's Snicker trying to do here? I know AJ Minter is kind of that guy that you turn to, you know, hoping to get out of jams. And he's he has done a good job of that in the past. But last night after walking Maldonado, you know, he worked himself in the jam. And when he works himself in his jams, that's not the spot where he shines in. Hmm. Um, and and then after that two run single, that was the end of Minter's night. One batter too late. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, at the time, leaving Minter in, I saw Rukranitz go out. I was just like, why is Snicker not getting him out? He just walked. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it was very poor. It was that, that blows my mind there. Um, and then, said, but, it was probably the worst game since managed all year. And so, so that gave the Astros a seven to five lead. Brian Chris Martin, who did fantastic ending a third perfect innings, um, only got one strikeout. But Chris Martin, this is like Chris Martin, this postseason has been 2020 Chris Martin. Oh, yeah. Like he has, I mean, turned it around this postseason. And he honestly, like, if you if we can just get four innings out of Max Free tomorrow, we can go with Martin, Minter, Matzik, Jackson, Smith, eating up those last five innings. You're set. Like you yeah. could be set if you have an early lead. So that's that's a key for tomorrow. You got to get an early lead. Martin, you're not really talking about. Him. No one's really talking about him as being a big guy in that bullpen. Sorry, arm barn. Um, that's <laughs> we, a story. That's a whole different story. That a, might be a whole. That, that might be. That might be a off season topic. <laughs> yeah. If we have nothing else to talk about in the off season, that might be like a ten minute episode. But um, but Martin that uh, did phenomenal. Um, so seven to five, and going into the seventh inning. And in the bottom of the sixth inning, I like I, I personally didn't see see this in the bullpen, but you you were just your dad. I think it looks over the bullpen, and I mean you can you can say what happened. Yeah, my, my dad looked over the bullpen and goes, uh, "Is that Smiley warming up?" But I, I mean, I looked over. I was like, "Yeah, probably not." I mean, I thought it might have been like Matzik or something warming up. You know, better be Matzik, right? But no, no, I was like, mm, maybe there's somebody next to him. No, it was it was Drew Smiley warming up in a I guess it was a two-run game at that point still. And I mean, it was I, a two-run game, and you're bringing in Drew Smiley. I, when you I, like you have Matzik and Jackson. I get that they pitched a lot, but you have an off day the next day. You know, you don't need back-to-back off. I mean, you don't need back-to-back off days. You don't need two straight I mean, off you days. Even when these guys Dylan, are ready to pitch. I mean, honestly, you could even pitch Dylan Lee and I would have been more more confident i mean because drew smiley gets hit hard okay he he, i mean that's i mean he doesn't really walk that many guys he didn't walk anyone yesterday but he gets hit hard and against astros offense with that many righties in that lineup that's the match that's a terrible matchup like it was you know i'm okay if we were to use smiley as like a an opener in a game but you know that that was that was that was in my opinion that was just snit throwing the towel at that point i mean it was a two-run game and he had already given up he, that that I mean, was that was gave that up. was what made me the most frustrated was that, that it was the two run game and you're bringing in Smiley and and you know I mean you're bringing in Smiley you're like you know you're hoping he has you're a good outing. He has you're a not no you, you you when you bring in Luke Jackson or Tyler mm-hmm. Matzik you are 
you are mm-hmm. preparing to win and knowing and and believing that your offense is going to put up more runs. When you bring in Drew Smiley, like, you know, maybe you'll have a good outing and we'll be in this game still. But and and obviously he didn't have a good outing because he gave up two runs in three mm-hmm. innings. He, he gave he gave up a run in the seventh inning and in the bottom of the, or the top of the seventh inning. My bad. Um, and then, you know, it's only a three run game with our offense. We're capable of scoring three, four runs, you know, and coming back and winning and clinching the World Series at home. Mm-hmm. So in the eighth inning, you still have Matzik and you still have Jackson. And you, I mean, we're not using Will Smith in the eighth inning, um, but you still have Matzik and Jackson, you know, ready to go, you know. And not a single time did I see anyone else warming up in the bullpen. With Smiley mm-hmm. on the mound. And Smiley goes back out there for the eighth inning, and we it became clear to everyone in that stadium that we'd given up. And yeah, yeah we, we had thrown in the towel at that point. I mean, it was like, just like and and like literally, like the stadium, it got excited when like I think I think was it Austin Riley with a two with a double down the line? Um, that got the crowd going yeah. a little bit. And then Drew Smiley went back out there and everyone just quieted down again and like it, you could just tell by the atmosphere like it was a, just a stupid move and he gives up another one in the it, it, it was it was a it was a drainer like because at that point you're like yeah i mean but that, i mean at that point you know once you came up for the eighth you might as well just let him finish it out because at that point i mean you're you're already you, know, you already screwed it up like you know there's no other way you're, you're already dead in the water at that point it was already nine to five you might as well you know i it was just i thought it was a it was a very lousy move to mm-hmm. you know that that's just basically it, it, not having confidence in your I mean, in your guys that, especially just, i mean this is nothing against your smiley he had he got hit hard in the regular season he struggled with a with a home run ball but he did have a good stretch of games uh, for like a month and a half, two months, or like in the middle of the season. He had a good, he had a very good run. He had a very respectable run there. But this is not the guy you want to have in a yeah. close game late in the late innings. You know, like this was, you cannot yeah. defend Snicker here. I mean, I don't even know how Snicker, you know, if I mean, I mean no, I, I, yeah, I mean, we, we have Braves fans rolling in their we, graves last had- night. Yeah. I mean, I love Brian. He's, you know, he's got us to this point. He's been a big part of the reason why we're at this point, even though he's, you know, he's made some questionable decisions all year, but that was just a, a mm-hmm. time where you're like, mm-hmm. that's just, I mean, I mean, the game yeah. is still within reach. You have a great offense that's capable of coming back. Um, you know, you've seen these bullpen guys over and over, um, you know, for the Astros at least. Um, and I, like, I, and then you bring in Drew Smiley, was... and then, you know, this is your chance to clinch in front of your home crowd. This is your final home game. These fans spent thousands and thousands of dollars on tickets. This to watch Drew Smiley eat up innings, like that's just yeah. that's just like a big old fu. I mean, I, I I don't I hate saying that, but that was like, you know, that's basically what he was saying to the crowd there. I mean, I that's how it felt, you know. I mean, I, I wasn't the one. You know, yeah, if just like if it was a five run game or a six run game or, you know, even more, it, maybe I would have been like, you know, yeah, I agree. We we probably aren't coming back, you know, bring in Smiley, 
but it was still like, I mean, a two run game. It, it, it's a blue pin, a blast away from a tie. And mm-hmm. it, it was just. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it, what really is frustrating is, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, I think if I wasn't there, I don't think I'd be as mad as I am right now. Um, but, you know, this game was within reach and you have Jack, Luke Jackson and Tyler Matzik in the bullpen with an off day the following day today. Um, you know, they'll be rested for game six and seven. You don't have to worry about them. Like they will take care of business. You know, I mean, if we had brought in Luke Jackson and he struggled, okay. It would have been like, you know, yeah. Okay. But you know, we didn't give up. We were still putting out one of our best guys out there and we were trying to give, give them a good run for their money. You know, you know, at least we're, you know, trying, but Drew yeah. Smiley, it was just a sign that Snicker just didn't care, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, I mean, Snicker let down every single person in Braves country yesterday by bringing in Drew Smiley. I mean, no offense to Drew Smiley, but he is 100% not that guy. And he has never been that guy. Yep. You're not that guy, pal. Sorry, Drew. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. So very questionable decisions from Snicker there in the in game five. So, you know, going into that game, you know, I got, I got we got some last minute tickets and, um, you know, we I mean, for, to even be there last night was like crazy just. In general. Yeah, that was a full circle um, moment, especially with both of us there. I thought oh, yeah. that was, I mean, that, I mean, yeah. I did you, we were texting each other. We're like, you know, I, I was, I had already been planning to go to the game. You know, I drove up that morning um, to, and was planning to go to the game and you, you didn't get, I don't know what, I guess you got your tickets like late that afternoon yeah. or sometime around there. Like four o'clock. And, no. And that, that was, I was like, Let's go. And when we, we obviously met up, if you saw our story yeah. um, and it was, you know, that was a full circle moment. Like we're here, you know, we're like, we've said it on the podcast, some, somebody get us to the world series. Cause you know, that's a very, that doesn't not happen. You don't, first off, you don't get to go to a world series often at all, mm. if any, mm. and two with your team in it, in a potential clincher at home. So, I mean, that was, a. I mean, despite the outcome, it was a lot of fun, you know, meet, you know, meet new people around me, you know, the energy in the building for mm-hmm. at least the first few innings was unmatched. It was and, phenomenal. I mean, I mean, Braves country but, shot out full force all weekend. So yeah, you, you got it. Shout out to Braves country. I mean, we had the whole world watching the last th- three nights and the fans were incredible. The battery was alive and so loud. I mean, um, I'm biased, but best fans of baseball, in, in my opinion. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know, think at least I the actually, most, most most loyal and most, you know, dedicated fan base mm-hmm. to their, so, their like, team. Like, so. literally, like, I was in line at a concession stand yesterday, um, and there was an Astros fan, like, in front of me. And I, I didn't even realize that at first, but until later um, that he, like, turned completely around. Um, that he had an Astro shirt on. I didn't realize it at the time, but like he was just like, "This is the greatest atmosphere I've ever like experienced. Like, this is this is great." It's, and I was just like, I "Oh, mean, oh, you're an Astros fan saying that?" Like, <laughs> I mean, that's saying something. Like, 
you know, yeah, that, that that speaks volumes to the 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 way Braves fans come out and support mm-hmm. this team, and 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 how much this city needs this mm-hmm. and deserves this, mm-hmm. especially and with this team. So when I got home Saturday afternoon, I got I got home probably around three p.m. Eastern, um, and we got tickets like four p.m. Um, I should know that. I guess I guess this was that was twenty four hours later. Never mind. Um, I'm getting my days mixed up now. You know, you can tell I'm tired. But, um, like literally, like I get off my at the exit that you know where my house is, and you know I'm just driving down the road, and there's there's like vendors on the side. I know of the road, exactly. You know, I know exactly what of, I know exactly yeah. what place you're I'm talking just like, about. You know, people are like you know selling Braves merch everywhere. You're seeing like yeah. these signs, like roadwork signs on the side of the road that, you know, instead of just like, you know, saying like nightly lane closures or something, you're saying go Braves, you know, chop on and stuff like that. Just it's like the whole city, just like it's, the skyscrapers were lit up red and blue. Um, you know, we had the um, the th- three buildings, the three buildings, the interstate from Trist Park, you know, spelling out ATL with a with the um the lights and those Room lights. those rooms um just spelling out atl i mean i've never seen anything like that i've never seen the city get behind the team so much and then we bring in juice finally <laughs> hey, I mean, like i said you know i i as i want to be at that parade i don't know if i'm going to be able to make it i want to be at that parade though i'm going to um, do everything in my power to to go to that parade but we got to, you know, get, yeah, we, we got to win one game first. You need one. So looking ahead to game six, this is our uh, final little bit. Um, we got Max Fried on the mound against likely Luis Garcia, who's going to be on short rest. Yeah. This has a lot of similarities between what happened in the National League Championship Series against the I mean, this is this is basically, I think this is, Pretty much identical outside of mm-hmm. us losing game two versus winning game two. I mean, this has basically mm-hmm. been the same series. You're in the same situation. Yeah. You know, you don't have Charlie Morton, obviously, but you you are putting yourself in a situation where, you know, they have Luis Garcia on short rest. And who knows if this it's, game, it's, you know, God forbid this game yeah. goes seven in, seven games, but who pitches tomorrow for the Astros? You have, you know. A, wet, a fully rested Max Freed, who did not have his best stuff last start and could have his best stuff. They have not seen the best of, of Max Freed. And then, I mean, a, a big time, a big game pitcher, as he's proven to be so far in Ian Anderson going game, game seven. I mean, that has been announced, but I mean, it's pretty much a given that he would go tomorrow so, or um, Wednesday if there does happen to be game seven. So, Everything sets up for you, but Atlanta sports cannot Atlanta sports, and you need to just win one. So make it happen. Just need one. And, you know, we needed one yesterday, and obviously wasn't we weren't able to pull it off. But, you know, Matt, we got – Braves fans should have a lot of confidence here, and there are a lot of reasons why. You got Max – you got your two big boys. I mean, obviously you w- would have three with Morton, but you know, we have your two main ones that you have healthy right now 
and Freed and Anderson. And Freed's hasn't looked like himself the last two starts, you know. And Astros have seen bad Max Freed. Now Max Freed has a chance to turn it around. And, you know, he's got – obviously, I remember what John Smoltz said when he struggled – when Freed struggled in game two that Freed loves attacking inside. That's kind of his – his that's you know that's his strong side um that's how he attacks hitters that's what he does best and astros feed off that so he was attacking more away and astros were ready for it now maybe max freed will you know maybe mix it up and like work inside and outside work work both sides of the plate work the corners which we know max free is capable of doing that we've seen it you know i was listening to at his best I was listening to um, 755 is real with um, David O'Brien and Erica Flaherty on the way back um, to school earlier. And so, uh, do you Erica Flaherty was talking about back how. Too? Do you listen to podcasts? I do. I do. I do. I listen I to a lot of podcasts. Let's go. I, I listen. That's how I kill all my time. That's how I kill all my times. I, I, I listen to music, a little bit of music, but mostly podcasts. Music, yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> Erica Flaherty was talking about how Max Freed was. Pitching to his strengths would also happen to be the Astros' strengths. So I think the difference tomorrow is going to be Max Freed pitching to the Astros' weaknesses compared to, you know, obviously, like you said, Max Freed loves to throw inside um, against a team, you know, and a guy in Altuve who hits the inside pitch better than nearly anybody in baseball. So it's going to be about making those adjustments and, you know, having those, you know, pitching to their weaknesses. And if it pays off tomorrow, you'll see a very happy bunch of two co-hosts here, um, hopefully within the next few days. So hopefully, Um, I think, you know, you know, obviously we, we would love to clinch at home. But I was actually listening to 680, the fan. They, they have podcasts as well with like guys like Buck Blue, Matt Chernoff, those guys. Um, and I listened to a few episodes, and uh, Buck Blue had Mark DeRosa on the show as well. And I'll, I'll talk more about that a little later on. But um, I love I love Dero. Who doesn't like Dero? Who doesn't like Dero? Dero, come on the pod. That come on the pod, Dero. That would be that would be like a dream episode. That would like, be Dero's such like, a fun. That would be such a fun episode. Dero's like the I mean, definition no, no. of like the perfect baseball personality guy, you know. Yeah, he's 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 the guy, and he's so he's so down he's to earth, so likable. He's, so he's such likeable. a, and, and, I, and I he met, knows and don't he knows baseball. He knows. I, I, yeah. Hey, when I met him at Truist Park, I should have first of all, I should have asked him to come on the pod, but um, he, he lives in Atlanta somewhere. I I mean I, I wish I'd brought it up, but um, got a picture with him though. <laughs> Um, but that, that was an experience. First of all, I met him and McCann. I met McCann for the second time, actually. Um, but, um, I, I mean, I'll talk more about what Dero said in a bit, but, um, also heard, uh, I, I really don't remember exactly who it was, but interview with Tom Glavin as well, who, pitched game six of the 1995 world series up three, two after losing game five, um, you know, a left-handed pitcher against a very good lineup. Um, 
you know, what, what, what were his emotions like and all that. And it, I mean, it was a great episode and I highly recommend you go check that out. Um, 680 the fan uh, does a great job. And their analysis is very good as well. Um, yeah. But I was, I listened to like five episodes of her pod, five podcast episodes on my way back to school today. So I was kind of prepared, but um, I, what I found out, which is just crazy is that there hasn't been a world series t- w- winner to Dude. clinch the world series at, at their home ballpark since 2013. Really? I mean, in 2020, everything was uh, a neutral site. 2019, yeah, the national the Nationals beat the Astros in Houston. 2018, the Red Sox beat the who did they face Dodgers. It was yeah, it was Dodgers. They they won in LA. 2017, the Astros um say which one uh beat the beat the Dodgers in LA. 2016, Cubs beat the Indians, Guardians in Cleveland. Or they might not even know if they're going to be the Guardians. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a whole other episode, too. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Who knows what they're going to be? Off-season episode. Uh, 2015, the Royals beat the Mets in New York. 2014, the Giants beat the Royals in Kansas Jeez, City. I didn't even realize that. In 2013, cool. the Red that's... Sox won in Boston. So, I mean, well, let's keep give you a little bit of hope. Streak um, alive. You know, let's keep that streak alive. It's been eight years since a team has won the World Series at home. So, I mean, would it have been hey, nice There's to something to be said about the Astros, Astros playing, playing um, World Series games against NL East um, teams in, mm-hmm. at their in home ballpark. Memory. In recent memory. You know, two years Howie ago. Howie Kendrick. So, shout out Howie. Shout out to Howie Kendrick. And really Watson, underrated of career. Of course. Really underrated career. Yeah. Howie Kendrick was just a great all-around hitter. Um, Howie Kendrick. But honestly, Max Freed, I mean, I I really think he's going to bounce back tomorrow. Um, I I, I don't want to get like – I just just can't see a world where Max Freed doesn't have good stuff for three starts in a row. You know, I just can't see it. All I'm going to say is – I'm going to speak into existence. Max Freed shoves tomorrow. I mean, offense going and Max Freed's going to shove and let's, 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 let's no funny seven. Let's just, let's get it done. Let's, let's get it, let's done, get it done. Um, you know, I, 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 game seven. I mean, I, I have all the confidence in the world in, in Ian Anderson, but you know, getting to game seven is just like, you know, if at all possible, that's a whole yeah, different game seven. That's a whole different but animal. Tomorrow, that's there is really two X factors for me. One, Mac, obviously, Max Fried has to shove, and two, Ozzy Albies, no matter where he is in that lineup, he's got to like provide some sort of you know, he's got to yeah, do I, something. You know? I said at the beginning of the series, um, before they even started, I said somebody at the bottom of the lineup is going to have to produce. That guy's happened to be Travis Darno this series. And even Dansby Swanson had that big hit, but he, I mean, he hasn't been consistent and all Duval series. The Grand Slam, but, too. Yeah. I mean, Duval he's got a over. But I said one person at the, the bottom of the order is going to have to step. Duval has done that, but Ozzy has gone ice cold. So 
We need that. We need that to turn around. Mm. And I, 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 it's, I don't know if Snickers really going to do this. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he does. But Tom Glavin dis- discussed this as well. Um, that Ozzy, it would be the right thing to do for Ozzy to be moved down the lineup because he's sitting in the middle of, of the order and he's just not getting it done. You know, I think my, move, my move ideal Austin, lineup move Austin Riley up in the lineup. He's been on fire. Duvall's been great. Darno's been great. I would say Jock and my and ideal lineup so right now. Too. My ideal lineup right now would be Eddie at a leadoff spot tomorrow. Against Garcia. I honestly likely. would say Solaire at the two hole. Yeah. And then Freddie just move Freddie down to the mm-hmm. three hole. And then I'd say move yeah. Riley. Riley I'd say faithful. move Ozzy down to the I mean you got you got the you got the DH, got the DH. tomorrow. So I'd say move or Ozzy down to the seven hole. So mm-hmm. seven hole for Ozzy and then eight, Swanson eight, eight, eight and then Darno I guess Jock and then I mean, I'd say move Jock up yep. maybe sixth in the lineup. Um you know, I, yeah, maybe. I, I like I yeah. like the righty lefty matchup there against Garcia. Jock's like, most likely. Um, jo- I mean, Jock hasn't really done Jock's much at all since the NLDS. So, um, October needs to return, or October needs to return one Jock, more time. Jock October and November. Jock Vember. Jock Vember. I don't know. Um, but October came late. I mean, it's going to be interesting. The I mean, obviously, you know, we saw Jordan Alvarez play left field. That was not pretty. But now he's going to be back in the DH hole. And, you know, Astros playing at their home turf. They're used to the DH. We're not. But it still should not play much of a factor. We, we're we able to start all four of those outfielders that we got at the deadline. Yep. I mean, it, it it's, you know, that should give us a lot of, you know, confidence moving forward. And honestly, Max Freed as well. Got to have confidence in his stuff, you know. We, I mean, we didn't see confident Max Freed in the first and second inning of game two. Not at all. But we, I mean, he, he turned it around, and you know, last three innings were great. But you know, still overall, that was not sharp, Max Freed. He's due for a good start, and Braves bullpen. I mean, they're good even when they are not rested, but they're even better when they're rested. And they're yeah, rested. They're, they're, the three best I mean, guys are rested. And, you know, Minter will have a I mean, today off, obviously. He had today off. But I mean, I think you're going to see. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind. You're going to see. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to see five guys come to that bullpen, maybe six. To, if. Those are the only these these would be the only six guys I think you see out of the bullpen the next the rest of the the year I guess is I, Matt. I mean, Smith, I mean I don't see Travis pitching. I don't see yeah. I don't. I, mean, I, I definitely don't see Smiley pitching. Yeah. Um, Dylan Lee, nope. I mean, Dylan Lee. The only the, guy I would say Kyle is Wright, a possibility. Wright, maybe, maybe. If, yeah, I would say if, Kyle if Wright's a, blowout, a big. Kyle Wright, yeah. maybe. I would say Kyle Wright's a big. If. You know, he, if that, you know, happens to be the situation, but obviously you got your two best starters going, so hopefully you won't mm-hmm. need that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if there's a blowout and, you know, like if the Braves are up 8 nothing or like the Astros are up 8 nothing, you know, honestly, you know, if the Braves are down 8 nothing, like just throwing the towel. I mean, like, you know, 
I mean, unless it's game seven. Burn Smiley. But tomorrow, like, you know, anyone but Smiley. Um, honestly, I'd rather see Sean Newcomb as Drew Smiley. Newcomb. I, I mean, am I the only one? Probably East. not. I don't know. Sean, I mean, we, we've seen Sean Newcomb. Um, he's had a few good moments. He's got to throw strikes. I mean, in yesterday, the Braves struggled with throwing strikes. Um, and I believe, you know, six total walks. I, I wonder how many of those scored. I would say at least four or five of those scored. Jeez, I don't even know. I don't know the exact number, but um, we do have some sort of breaking news. I mean, this isn't like, you know, this is 45 minutes ago, but Zach Scott, the Mets GM, is out. Um, I, 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 I don't know if they parted ways. He got, I assume he probably got fired, but um, but he had a DUI thing earlier, and I guess they're not Mets aren't. I mean, Mets going to Met. So Zach's got out as Mets GM. We'll see what Steve Cohen does. Um, but you know, also in big been, news, the Braves actually had a. Sorry, go ahead. So, That's fine. Sure. I mean, you're talking about the Braves, so I was gonna That's say, important. No, yeah, I was gonna say, in, in in crazy news, the Braves actually had an umpire scorecard in their favorite last <laughs> night. You know, it we didn't obviously a, see the, the it, okay, it snapped a 10 game streak with the Braves being 10, 10, 10 in a row, which is the longest what was that game, umpire scorecards. Game, it's game the longest. It was game one or two of the NLDS. NLDS? DS. DS. Hmm. We weren't favored in any of those six games in the NLCS. <laughs> um, I mean, but, I mean, you know, didn't really matter, though. Maybe, yeah. the, maybe the umpires need to suck for the Braves to do good. Maybe that's why Snicker threw in the towel because he's just like, crap, the umpire's giving us calls. I doubt it. But, anyways, um, one last thing we talk, I was um, going to bring up what uh, Buck Blue was talking about with Mark DeRosa. Uh, this was, I think, his final question was that last night, could that have been Freddie's final home game in a Braves uniform? No, but Mark DeRosa had some good insight that I really hadn't thought about. But if, you know, Ted Turner was still the owner of the Braves, Freddie Freeman could go up to Ted Turner. I mean, you know, have that, you know, a tangible, you know, uh, uh, like a, you know, just a conversation with the owner and, you know, work something out. You know, you have some wiggle room. You could, you know, just. You know who the owner is now? And instead of a corporation where you have zero contact with them whatsoever, you know, if Ted Turner was the owner, Freddie would have signed an extension like two years ago. Yep. But instead, we have Liberty Media. EFA Liberty EFA Media. Liberty Media. That was a build-off. You were building up for that, weren't you? I I mean, I had it. I mean. Yeah, I, <laughs> Mark DeRosa didn't really like call out Liberty Media, so I did it for him. 
Shout and out. Dero, he was just like, you know, because I'm on a national broadcast, I can't be biased, but it's hard not, it's so hard not to be biased because like the Braves team just like, like his son is like a diehard Braves fan. Like, yeah, he, I mean, like, you know, like, he, like he was, he saw so many of his old teammates, you know, Tim Hudson was there last night, Maddox, um, Max at the first pitch. Um, and, there are a lot of other guys. There's too many to name. Uh, Andrew Jones as well. Um, you know, it, it was really cool to see. Um, the amount of support, the, uh, I mean, all all postseason, but really, I mean, you said it earlier, I mean, the amount of support we've seen in, in the city of Atlanta is, it, it goes to show that this is, one of the most loyal cities and do they deserve this as i said they deserve this mm. we deserve this as fans they deserve it as players freddie freeman deserves it so mm-hmm. let's make so, it happen i mean i, I think it, hey it, it, it's, it's it's america's team mm. america's team so i mean it's crazy to think that i might have what i i mean there's a chance i'm we might have seen Brave Freeman's final home game as a Brave, but it's doubtful. I, you know, I think there's is, maybe a one percent chance he doesn't come back to Atlanta. I mean, you know, one. if one team, and if if one team Atlanta, goes out and offers a like, lot more than the Braves, which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, but honestly, with how expensive World Series tickets were this this series, I think we could probably afford Freddie Freeman's co- contract for like the next ten years. You know, until he's like 42 years old, you know. Probably. I mean, whatever it takes. Keep him whatever a brave for life. Yep. Keep, keep, keep and also keep Charlie in Atlanta. We love the we love the kid. We love Charlie. We love Charlie. Your first but anyways, I, I I mean, we got anything else? Did we, did we get everything? No. Yeah, it's everything. Go Braves. <laughs> well, this is the latest the Braves have ever been into the calendar year. Braves have never played. I think the latest they've they were played was October 28th, I think. And we played on the really? 30th, 31st, or we played on the 29th, 30th, and 31st. And now we're playing in November. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling excited, but you know, one more, one more, one more mountain to climb. One more, one more mountain to climb. We're, we're near, we can see the top. You can see it. I mean, it, it, it's crazy to think about it, but we've made it this far. And I mean, bring that, bring that piece of metal home, boys. DFA man for two. <laughs> <laughs> Manfred. Oh man. Oh man, that would have been. I. That's what I wanted. I. I wanted them to oh, win it so bad. Trophy presentation I, with Manfred's ovation is gonna be the neg- most negative was, thing I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, that would have been funny. But anyway, on the Solarium or something. Solarium. Go I, ahead. I mean, the thing oh, is, man. if if Duvall's grand slam, what came and you know, it, it, in the clinching game of the World Series, that would have 
been absolutely legendary. And that's no doubt what this episode would be ending on. Actually, no. Maybe not. Because it would be the final out. But we lost. So I think it's, yeah, it would have to be. Um, so layers go ahead, home run from game four. So you got anything else? No. Let's, if you are, I mean, I don't know what, I guess this will be up. Tonight. It'll be up tonight. Or tonight. I mean, it'll probably it'll probably say it, say Tuesday. Uh, if somehow, some way, it, you're but... listening to this before the games, and you are to somehow pl- going to the game in Houston, and you're a Braves fan, be loud, be proud, and mm-hmm. go Braves, and let's bring it home. Also, can I? Can I? I forgot one more thing. DFA Jeff passing too. Hey, Jeff Hassan, I love you, Jeff. Why did you do this to me? I mean, isn't it funny? Like, I don't, I don't want to get like incredibly political, like on this podcast. But, um, isn't it kind of funny that, with the exception of Ryan Helsley, every single person who says the chop is racist is not Native American? Yep. Just throwing it out there, you know, like ESPN published like two articles, one by Jeff Pass and one by this other dude. He was Native American. Jeff Passon's not Native American. Why are they getting offended over it? Like, like literally we're partnering with other Native American organizations, like, and they don't have a problem with it. It's just like, I mean, <laughs> literally Ryan Helsley is the only person I've seen that has a problem with it. That is Native American. Yep. I mean, and it also is unfair to target us when the Florida State Seminoles, Kansas City Chiefs are doing the exact same thing. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. That's my opinion. That's my final take. But anyways, um, you got anything else? I know I've already asked, no. that, but does that bring anything else up? No. Go give the podcast a follow on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Are you still keeping up with the TikTok? Um, yeah. I mean, not I'm Ish. not posting regularly, but I am keeping up. Yeah, well, there I, I you posted. Go, go give you, our you personal go account. Also, go, you can go give our personal accounts a follow on Instagram and all that. Yeah. Uh, link to links to literally everything is in the description. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Use promo code Braves News on Seeky. Go check out Anchored. Sort your own podcast. And did I hit everything right there? Just in that yeah. 10 seconds right there? Everything. Hopefully oh, email us too. Coming back email. on here when we won the World Series. Yeah, email us too. If, if you uh, yeah. if you like us, go leave us a good review on iTunes. That, that would be incredibly appreciated. Um, you know, if you disagree with something, don't base an entire iTunes review on that. You're free to disagree with us, but that doesn't, you know, necessarily mean leave a bad review. Email us. We'll talk about it. I mean, you know, we'll debate a bit. I mean, you can disagree with us. That's fine. But, you know, is that worthy of a one-star review? No. But, I mean, email us. Our DMs are open as well. Uh, DM us. Email us. Message us, whatever whatever you way, way you want. Comment on YouTube. I mean... <laughs> 
we'll we'll pay attention to it. So um until next time, my name is David Waters. And I'm Lou Gordon. Thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you guys in episode 40, hopefully with some fantastic news. In case you hadn't heard, like, you know, before you listened to that. Episode. Yeah. Or the bad news. I mean, we hope not, but it's an option. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you guys. See you next time. Peace, guys.